Union or something. And uh, today's uh, September 8th, 2017. I'm your host, Matthew Weber. I'm joined by Richard Williams and Vincent Boyd. Up? It's all together. Yes. Realistic. And, uh, don't say anything about the baby. We don't want him to be subject to identity theft or anything. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys heard about that, but you guys hear about that big uh, like credit thing that was happened yesterday. The Experian Credit Bureau was hacked or something. Like half oh. of them, half of the United States lost their uh, social security numbers and driver's <laughs> license and shit, and that oh, actually freaking happened. Uh, yeah, like Equifax sold it or something. Like Equifax sold out or something. I can't remember something about that. Well, they, their website or whatever had a big, huge security flaw, and then they decided not to tell anybody for like two months. Yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah, not good. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so let's talk about uh, iPhone, shall we? We're not going to do. Normally, we would review Eight. a movie. We're going to talk, but instead, we're going to talk gonna, tech, like the good old days. Yeah. Uh, like, like t- we're gonna pretend it's 2009. We're gonna change our name again. Mm. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen. All right. Anyway, so we're gonna talk about the iPhone 8. This was Ricky's topic, um, obviously, because he's a Apple fanboy. Um, so let's talk about the thousand-dollar iPhone. Ricky, yeah. what did you want to talk about? All right. So, well, okay. So they're um, they're debuting it on the 12th next mm-hmm. Monday. In the new Steve Jobs Theater on the new oh, campus. It, it, it's so Tuesday, isn't it? It's Tuesday because I know that is I teach Tuesday? on Tuesday. Yeah, I that's why I was trying to figure out sneaking it during lunch. Sorry, sorry. Oh, Tuesday. Sorry, got my day yeah. one day off. Um, yeah. So Tuesday, uh, one p.m. EST, I think, is their usual. Um, in the new Steve Jobs Theater, where every seat costs fourteen k. Um, so it should be cool. Um, so here's the big thing that um, the the uh, internet's a buzz about. Okay, so it's got the OLED screen, um, supposed to be edge to edge, very minimal bezels. So basically, you're gonna have the screen of a plus model in the chassis of a non plus. So uh, seven uh, iPhone seven chassis with the seven plus screen because bezels are going away, it's edge to edge. Um, The major thing that everyone's talking about now is they were trying to embed the Touch ID sensor into the screen because there's supposed to be no home button. Um, There were some rumors that it's gonna go to the back um, and some rumors that it's gonna go away altogether because they have this new facial recognition thing. and uh, also, they've been talking that, um, so what they're going to do is they're going to debut the usual two iPhones. So it would have been the 7S and 7S Plus, and then this new one. But now they're saying that instead of, they're going to skip the S altogether and just go iPhone 8, iPhone 8 Plus, and then this new OLED is going to be iPhone Edition. Um, so in essence, they're debuting three, two that will be LCD in the form factor that the 7 is in right now with the usual stuff, faster processor, better camera, blah, blah, blah. And then there's the OLED version, which has like all the bells and whistles and stuff. Um, and then also that version is going to be more expensive because of the different technology that's in it. Um, so everyone's saying it's going to cost a thousand dollars or more, 
depending on the memory config. So I just kind of wanted to go over what you guys think about those rumors. Um, are you considering getting that one or sticking with just the quote-unquote S model? Um, and what do you think going forward? Because if they skip the S and they call it 8, which this is the 10-year anniversary, but maybe it's a good time that they would just stick with whole numbers instead of S. So then next year would be 9, and then what would have been like the S year would become the 10. And so, you know, but what does that mean? Do people now start ex uh, a, uh, uh, expecting a full um, update every year, like a full model re redesign or whatever? Um, so just your thoughts in general about, you know, whatever. Okay. Um, do you mind if I chime in? And I can, I can go first if you want to see, like, you know. Uh, you can go first if, if, you're, if you're good. I can go first also. Uh, why don't kinda... we all go first? <laughs> That's going to work out well. Okay. Um, Vince, why don't you go ahead and go, and then we'll yeah, go back to Ricky. Yeah, because I think Ricky can fill in the gaps because um, I kind of gave up on the iPhone um, after they basically uh, – at least I read the I, I read less of the tech side but more of the business insider side of things. And um, it seems to me that this is just simply Apple trying to keep up with the Joneses and make sure that they sell their phones. Um, you know, your, your question – to your question earlier, Ricky, about like would you get it? No, I'm not going to get it. And I, I, I suspect that unless you're a diehard Apple fan, you're not going to get it either because – you, you see on the horizon, Apple's already played its cards. The rumor mill has already spun it, so it's kind of within the realm of feasibility, that they're going to produce a far superior phone that would have delivered on, on the kind of uh, anticipated rumor mill that was supposed to be for this particular um, iPhone. The fact of the matter is that they seem to have dropped the uh, ball, so to speak, and, and, and really have uh, just said, look, man, we'll put out whatever we can um, without the, you know, you know, button be damned because, um, you know, we, we, we're going to perfect it in the next tech, in the next uh, iteration. So basically, if your phone is broken, um, yeah, by all means, if you if you're, if, you know, if, if, if you're Apple, you're obviously going to try to sell it out um, just to make the money. Uh, you can't just sit it out and let Samsung and everyone else uh, kind of beat you down. But with respect to um, the the actual, you know, the, the the super version of the iPhone that's around the horizon, um, and even the, the you know the one thousand dollar iPhone, um, again, it's Apple. You put an Apple logo on it, people are still going to buy it. But I think that um, people are going to be um, pretty miffed about this. Um, I don't even know of uh, what kinds of plans you'd still get because um, gone are going like. You know, the, the, the days of uh, being able to buy a two or three year plan and getting a free Apple iPhone is, is going to be pretty much uh, gone unless we're going to go back to the days of like, hey, you have to book for five years and, and sign off your child to get this phone free. Um, and then to, to answer your other question, Ricky, about the, uh, the, the models and stuff, um, my sense is that I, I think they're going to have to do like a Windows or a uh, kind of Apple thing where you're going to have to switch out from version numbers and either pick some sort of, uh, you know, animal cats or dogs uh, name and, and just kind of go with that. Because I think once they hit 10, they're going to start realizing that it's going to sound stupid to say like the iPhone 17, right? Um, so <laughs> it's going to probably be like, you know, the, uh, mark my words, it's going to be like the Apple, they're going to name it after fish or they're going to name it after like dogs or something. It's just going to be like, you know, the Apple guppy or I don't know, like the barracuda or something. Just to see that. You know, what they'll, end, what they'll end up doing is um, 
dropping the number and adding the year, like they did with a MacBook. So it'll be iPhone 2020. Oh, no. No one remembers the dates. When was, when was there ever an iMac that you're like, uh, 1999 or like 2006? I, 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 no, yeah. no one remembers dates on these things, man. Yeah. It's still, but it's still an Apple thing to do. All right. So I'm going to go next. Um, no, I'm not going to buy one. So I'm being punished because I haven't been on for a while. Is that what you're saying here? No, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, I think we're just being honest, man. <laughs> no, sorry, that's why I'm being put man. last here. No, 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 why... no, 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 no. That's not that's not true at all, Ricky. You're being you're being punished because we know you'll have the most positive things to say. We want to end on a positive note. Uh, Vince and I are the curmudgeons, um, and you're the 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 hipster. So you gotta uh, you gotta um. You'll get to go last. Okay. Um, and I only, I only have a few things to say. Um, you know, I, I've had problems with iOS in the last few months. So, I mean, some of that's just... Tell us. Do tell us. <laughs> some of that's, you know, just my personal problems. But taking out those things before, I don't think that I would buy them. And, and if I were to buy it, it would be the regular model, the one with Touch ID, because I don't trust... So, if you use Apple Pay or you have like your passwords protected with Touch ID or I mean, because I mean I use Touch ID all the time and I trust it, right? I've placed my faith in being able to secure my my data behind my fingerprint, and exactly. and I haven't been able to. I've never seen or read about any facial recognition software that hasn't been able to be tricked in some form or fashion by like a picture or. Uh, video feed, you know, yeah, video feed or anything. I mean, I don't, and I don't see how Apple's going to have been able to change that, the way that they've had to kind of switch past mid cycle. Because I, I mean, if, I, go ahead, Vince. I was going to interject though, Matt, that the reason why they haven't been able to do it from at least the business insiders thing is because they were trying to buy a company that could detect infrared, because then they could actually see the infrared radiation coming off your face and correlate it to your actual physical geometry. Yeah, man, even if they can do that, I still, I don't trust face. I, I mean, everybody knows that the fingerprint thing is safe and it works and it's going to be secure, but nobody knows that about facial recognition. There have been stories year after year about how Samsung has facial recognitions on their phone and it's people show, you know, have been able to trick it. I mean, and that's the, that's the thing with facial recognition. It's not known as being secure and it's something that Apple's going to have to, I mean, Apple's going to have to, um, you know, really sell that to people who, I mean, especially now, I mean, they've asked for credit cards for for Apple Pay, um, and, you know, they have all these, this user data and stuff that really requires absolute security, and that's going to be my biggest problem with the so-called iPhone edition or iPhone X or whatever the hell they're going to call it. Um, especially this thing is how there's rumors that the, next year they'll be able to bring the Touch ID back, right? So I mean, this is going mean, to be like the the one single phone that doesn't have the ability to protect its data, and and I mean, it has disaster written all over it. Um, so that'd be my biggest problem. Um, the other thing is, uh, in terms of price, I, I don't understand. I I understand there's not a lot of difference between seven hundred and fifty dollars and a thousand dollars, but for some reason that, like in my mind, it seems like a, a gigantic leap forward for not a lot of gain. Like they're taking away touch ID. Yeah, you're getting a bigger screen, but I, I enjoy, you know, the, the iPhone uh, six plus or whatever I have. I enjoy that screen. I don't mind bezels. I actually like the physical button. 
I have Touch ID. Um, I mean, I, I just because I don't understand why. I mean, I, it looks cool, um, but besides looking cool, I don't understand the whole necessitating a thousand dollars for it. Um, and it's the same thing with the Galaxy Note that they as Samsung just released. It doesn't make that that number is just too close to a computer for me, right? And if I'm gonna spend a thousand dollars, I want a keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> so, I know it's the whole MacBook Air thing again, but I'm not spending a thousand dollars on a on a phone. Uh, I'm just never going to do that. So I think actually what I'll end up be doing is what I always do. See, I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm getting older. Um, what? No. <laughs> uh, I'm no longer the young whippersnapper that was in 2009 <laughs> that would buy every single piece of tech that was out there it's just not I, i'm okay being a generation or two behind nowadays i don't need the you know the iphone 8 to feel you know that my life is worthwhile um so so probably what i'll end up doing is when these phones are out and have been out for a little while i'll go get an iphone 7 um because it's cheaper it has everything i want to do and if i plan on staying with ios which i message dictates that I do um uh really if I, I hate iMessage that's what all boys down to um, if iMessage was on Android I would go to Android today um don't say that I would um because you're never going to do it now I uh, yes yeah, <laughs> um anyway so no I'm not gonna buy it it's expensive it's losing touch ID um and the whole Releasing three of them at the same time is just, I don't know, you're, you're, you're just going to confuse people more and more. The more, I mean, the, the MacBook market right now is flooded with a whole bunch of different models. And I don't know, like, they could have the MacBook, they have the MacBook Pro, they have the MacBook Air. Uh, they all look the same to me. Uh, they still have the MacBook? I don't even know this anymore. No, it's the new one. So they have the MacBook. The MacBook Air is gonna die soon. So that the MacBook until the MacBook cost goes down to MacBook Air region, they're keeping them around. But once that becomes entry level, MacBook Air will disappear. Yeah, they just have so many in the lineup that it's just so totally confusing. I don't know what the difference is. Um, I, I know some of them have that stupid touch bar thing at the top. <laughs> um, some of them don't have the touch bar. Some of them only have two USB-C ports. Some of them have more. I mean, I'm just, it, it's just so confusing. And now they're going to do it with the phones. And, like, I mean, I understand this year it's fine, but wait until they have, like, six or seven of them. You know, I mean, it just, I mean, especially when some of them are going to have buttons. Some of them aren't going to have buttons. So, like, the ones without without uh, a home button, you're going to have to learn a whole bunch of different gestures or whatever. Um, and, and, I mean, how are you going to, I mean, the home button does so much on the iPhone. I mean, it accesses Siri. It gets to your multitasking. It takes you home. It, it functions as Touch ID. I mean, that so much relies on that button. It's going to be very interesting to me how they uh, uh, teach people how to reimagine what they do with the button. All right, and I'm done with that. Ricky, why don't you go ahead and get your soapbox? soapbox okay, out. so to, to start off, I'm just going to say that we're we're talking about rumors. So... You know, until next Tuesday, none of this is actually true. Um, but this is what we've heard. This is what we think. Um, so now me personally. So first, what I'm going to deal with, I think, is I'm going to talk about the price. Okay. So a lot of people have gotten used to subsidized pricing, paying two, $300 for an iPhone. 
um, since day one, I've always bought my phones outright. I've always paid full price for them because of the fact that I like to be able to in, be in charge of my plan. Um, I haven't been on a contract for like eight years now. Um, so I buy the phone full price. Um, that way I don't need to be on a two-year contract. I can pick the data pack that I want, the, the whatever. Um, but the thing is with that is you have to remember that um, Apple stock is at a high right now. Um, the news has been covering the iPhone 8. It's the 10th anniversary iPhone. They've been saying how great this thing is going to be. You know, it's the one with the OLED screen and it's edge to edge and the bezels are gone. Everyone is foaming at the mouth. They've been saying how stocks are going to be low. So if you're Apple, you know, it goes back to when the iPad wasn't released yet. Everyone was saying, you know, this was Apple's first tablet um, device. It's going to be over $1,000 for sure and blah, blah, blah. And the Apple tax, I think this is the same thing. The iPad came out and it was like 549 or 700 or something like that. I can't remember, but it was a lot lower than everyone thought. And if you're Apple, you have to figure if they price it too high, um, people aren't going to buy it and it's going to sit on the shelf. Um, what that does is it does the double effect that, number one, the stock price is going to plummet. Why? Because the news is going to go gangbusters because of all the hype that's surrounding it. And they're going to go double duty dump on it and say, you know, it's so bad. No one wants to buy it because it's so expensive and their, their, um, their stock price is tanking and they don't know what they're doing. And here comes the Apple is doomed, right? So they have to balance that. I think, I don't think it's going to be a thousand dollars. I think they're going to price it low enough that <clears throat> they do make profit on it. But people who are expecting $1,000 are going to look at it and say, damn, this is cheap. And people who were going to pay the $1,000 anyways are going to be like, okay, who cares? Let's buy it. Um, so that's what I think on the cost. I, I, you know, yeah, there are uh, memory uh, configurations, so those are going to be more expensive, but that's normal. Yeah, but um, Ricky, like, just look at it this way. Like, what's the, like, no one, you know that they're not going to have a 16 gig uh, new iPhone. It's going to be, like, in the order of, like, you know, 64 plus, right? And what's yeah. going to happen? Like, look at the existing, like, um, iPhones that have 64, 128s. Those things are, like, at least in Canadian dollars, pretty damn high as it is. Yeah, right? like, it is, like, but there's the entry level. That's what I'm saying. That's what everyone's talking about. So, like Matt said, with the difference between, the cost now, which is in the $700 to this phone, starting at $1,000. And I'm saying I don't think that it's going to be that. Because if you're Apple, you have to, they have so much money in the bank that if they wanted to, they could take a loss on it. Yeah, but I think that they're going to price happen. it. I'm not saying they're going to. I think they're going to price it that they still make a profit. But the price of the thing is under what everyone thinks it's going to be. I don't think it's going to hit a thousand dollars for the entry level. It wouldn't I, surprise I, me I if they come in at like eight ninety nine or something. Eight ninety nine. 
Yeah, and they're going to have to work with their buddies AT&T and Sprint and everyone to make something work decently because I think, Ricky, what you're describing, I I know that you see all those hype things where like people line up to buy at the Apple store, but I think the reality is that the vast majority of the people that buy don't buy phones exclusive. They usually go with the contract. Yeah, but what I'm saying, whether people line up or they're hardcore enthusiasts or they're just regular mainstream users walking on the road, everyone... Um, sees the news cycle everyone sees twitter everyone sees facebook and make no mistake if the first day comes and it's not sold out and people can just walk in and get one because there's tons in the back stock room i guarantee you that every single news outlet is going to have a headline saying how much it's a failure and the reason is because it's priced so high and Apple doesn't know what they're doing to price it so high and that Apple is doomed. Apple will not risk that PR. Like well, all three of us know that Apple is a PR juggernaut, that they their brand is the most important thing to Roger, them. Roger, please contact reception. Oh, oh, um, oh, you're getting busted. No, it's, it's lunchtime, so I'm not going to call. <laughs> um, um, so, so, yeah, so... You know, like I said, they've got billions of dollars in the bank. They could afford to take a loss on every single phone. I'm not saying they will. They will still make a profit. But at the end of the day, the PR more than the profit on each phone is more important to them because the PR from this being a gangbuster hit, an anniversary phone that everyone wants, means that the next model coming out is going to have a positive look to it. So, I mean, just given the polariz- polarizing effect, do you think that Apple's going to be smart enough to like say, look, man, we've ha- we have a phone that's really super expensive, high-end. Are they going to go down the Apple's like, iPhone cheap, the C model? Uh, no, they're not going to. No, no not, not, not release a C, but like, I mean, are they mm-hmm. going to have some sort of recourse for people like, you know, the guys that have Yeah, that's kids? what I'm saying, right? That's why they're having three. So you'll have the regular, the two regular models, which will be, will be the eight and eight plus, and that will be more in line with the price you paid for your seven. It will be the exact same price for the same memory configuration, but it'll have the faster processor, and it, you know, they might bump up the uh, the memory configuration or whatever, and then you'll have this higher end model which has the oled screen the edge to edge very small bezels um but it will meet maybe be a hundred dollars more two hundred dollars more but it will not be this one costs 700 and this one costs a thousand dollars i think that they will eventually come out with another sc model so um right now they're at the 5 sc they might go up to the 6 sc or maybe the 7 sc or something um, yeah. that has the form factor of like the regular, say the regular, the smaller version of the seven or six, um, but has uh, newer internals that are, that's like $399 or something. Um, that's a lot cheaper than something that they're going to sell to the higher end markets. Um, like um, my nephew actually just bought the iPhone SE and, uh, what's interesting is, you know, I, he likes bigger things. I thought that he would go with one of the bigger phones, but he likes the smaller phones. So, I mean, I, think, I still think there's a lot of people out there who aren't uh, interested in a 4.7-inch screen or a 5.5-inch screen or whatever the iPhone edition is going to have. Um, so, I think that they'll. I think that we'll see. We'll see like an event in January, or March, or something, um, with a a lower end. Uh, yeah, because I see like. 
I, I see old people. I see kids wanting to have an Apple iPhone because they've already been using Macs and the Apple ecosystem, and it just naturally wants to gravitate them towards buying something. But they don't want to spend like the eight, even the seven hundred dollars. They don't want to spend that out, man. Right. Yeah. Parent parents really don't want to spend that for something that the kids are gonna break and throw around don't, and lend to their. Don't get me started, man. So next thing, next thing I wanted to um, go with is the whole home button thing. Now that. I think I'm so torn. Okay, I'm like the Touch ID. Here's the thing. Touch ID is like phenomenal. Why is Touch ID phenomenal? Because of Apple Pay. Apple Pay is spreading everywhere. And people are adopting it simply because of Touch ID. It's very, it's much more convenient. You put, pull your phone out, your finger's already on the button. It um, authenticates you. It uses your fingerprint so people feel secure about that. To take that away, I, I don't think that Apple is so stupid because um, even though Apple Pay is spreading, there are still so many iPhone users who don't use Apple Pay. And, you know, to tell them, okay, here's Touch ID, you're using your fingerprint, it's secure, and then to switch and say, okay, we're getting rid of Touch ID. Now we're going to use facial recognition, which people, you know, some people are going to think it's hokum. Like Matt said, if you can fool it, so someone comes out with something where you can fool it, um, some people will think, well, what if I'm behind the person in line? And you know what I mean? Like there's just too many funky things for me to think that they would gamble on Apple Pay just in order to have the coolest technology. I feel that somehow they're still going to pull off Touch ID and they may have facial recognition for um, less important things like unlocking your phone. So, you know, facial recognition is faster than Touch ID. So you take your phone out of your pocket and before you, your finger even reaches the home button, it's unlocked because it sees your face. Um, to me, this feels like technology. Like if you talk to a lot of car companies, they'll tell you that there's so much technology, so much things they can do with the car, but they can't do it right away because people will be so scared they won't buy it. So sure, facial recognition might be up to the task and they could do it, but the whole thing hinges on the perception. The, you know, people being comfortable enough to continue using Apple Pay with this new form. You know, the fact that Touch ID hasn't even been out that long for them to just ditch it and say, hey, we're no longer using that. You know what I mean? So for me, that rumor to me, you know, I, I kind of feel that they would more go with Touch ID on the back along with facial recognition but then Touch ID on the back, I personally hate it. I don't know if I would buy the phone if it was on the back like what that. If, what if they put um, it in the? I mean, so I mean, so if you read like Boy Genius or whatever, they're known for their inflammatory headlines and like, <laughs> oh my God, Apple's gonna die and and this is terrible and the world's ending and all that bullshit. Um, but what if they put it with the lo in the logo? I mean, the logo's there anyways. It has a different texture, so you can kind of feel it that it's back yeah. there. It's in the center of the phone, so it's easier to reach. It's easy to reach even on the yeah. the gigantic phone. Um, if so, they, I mean, if they put it in the logo, 
in a way that you just naturally touch the phone and it works. Um, and the logo doesn't well, look that, any and, different. I would, and, I would say that's phenomenal. And the but if, case makers yeah. all already put the holes in their cases usually the cases the so logo. that they can see the logo. So, I mean, it's yeah. not as if case makers are going to have to change a whole bunch of stuff. They're not yeah. going to put it up there by the camera or whatever. So, I mean, it's, and like it's, I said, it's not like Apple cares about that. They would just make their own case with the cutout that works like perfectly. Yeah. But, but I mean, ergonomic, ergonomically, guys, that's just weird though, right? Like, you know, well, that's why I'm like, saying it would have to work where are I the, just... The volume buttons are, man. Like it would have, like for me, it would have to work. Like I take out my phone and it's just in my hand and it works. Like I don't have to know that it's there and specifically put my finger there because they've spent so many years teaching people the home button is here that the natural transition to touch ID, you already put your finger there to use the home button and you've learned that over like five or seven years that transitioning to touch ID was a snap, mm. right? So for me, moving it to the back, but, you know, eliminating it altogether, personally, I would think they would more go with putting it on the back and having facial recognition more than getting rid of touch ID totally gone, right? Um with the whole home button, that again for me, because I use the betas, so I've been using my iPad Pro with the dock and two, you know, two apps. It's like glorious. I use two apps like 90% of the time, side by side apps, whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, but having that on the iPhone, I don't know. I don't feel that the screen is big enough for that. Mm hmm. Um, but then if you're talking about a, a plus size screen in a seven size body, like, then I don't know because I've never used a plus phone. I've seen them and they look gigantic compared to my seven. So maybe at that size, it becomes a thing. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of iffy on that whole thing on getting rid of the home button. Okay. Um, Let's wrap this up a little bit, guys, um, and move on to the picks of the week. Um, so just really but quickly. Will I buy it? Yes. Obviously. So um, out of the three of us, I'm the only one buying it. Yeah, surprise, surprise. <laughs> I mean, did we, have to, did we even have to ask? Of course Ricky's going to buy it. I mean, actually, he's probably not going to buy it. Johnny Ives probably just going to send him a model um, in his next care package. Um, anyway, uh, so of course Ricky's going to buy it. Um, and he's going to show – Vince and I can live vicariously through him until Ricky inevitably returns it, yeah. um, <laughs> which he does every time. Um, it's okay. It's okay. We know you, Ricky, and you're awesome anyways. All right. So um, I don't know. Do either of you guys have picks of the week? No. Nope. I do. All right. So uh, Ricky and I will carry the load. Uh, I, I, since Vince uh, doesn't have one, I'll do two. Um, I can normally do. Um, so my first one is NPass. So um, I'm a big LastPass user um, to store all my passwords. Um, I like to have like big long passwords, but I don't want to be able to have to remember them. Um, so I, I like being able to store them in a password manager. The problem is I've switched entirely to Linux. Um, like I don't even have a computer uh, that I own that has Windows on it anymore. Um, 
it's actually been a kind of awesome experience. But anyways, um, so and LastPass doesn't work any, any outside of the browser on Linux. They don't have an app or anything, and it really bothers me because the app, the browser extension just doesn't work well on Linux. So I had to leave behind LastPass and try to find another cross-platform password manager that's everywhere that works. And NPass is is that app. It's free on the desktop, Windows and Mac. Um, and it's ten dollars on mobile platforms. Um, so I mean, there's a, a little bit of a fee, but it's only like a it's not like a monthly fee or anything. Um, and it's it doesn't sync traditionally. Like it doesn't. You don't have to have like a NPass account or whatever. It syncs through like Google Drive or OneDrive or uh, Dropbox or whatever. It just saves the file, and you know you're responsible for keeping that secure or whatever. Um, but it actually works really well. Um, it's kind of like a, what one like one password used to be. Where you actually had to sync between like iCloud or whatever, um, mm -hmm. only it's a lot cheaper than what One Password is, and I, I actually really like it a lot better than LastPass. It really works. Um, anyways, the second one is uh, YouTube-DL. Again, I switched to Linux, so I had to find a an application where I could download stuff from from YouTube, specifically our podcasts and stuff. Um, YouTube-DL is a uh, is a command line uh, interface uh, application where I mean. You got to really be in the command line in order to use it, but it actually is like there's <laughs> so much you can do just in the command line is um, with the YouTube dash DL, which is kind of awesome. You can convert the MP3, Augorbus, I mean, uh, audio, video formats up the up the wazoo. It's 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 awesome. It's also free and open source. So there's that, uh, Ricky. Uh, my uh, pick is Mac ID, which I picked before. But I'm picking it again because it is freaking awesome, and I've gotten so used to not typing my password on my Mac. Um, now, I've got a mid-2012 MacBook Pro, which doesn't have the Touch ID button like the new ones. Um, it doesn't do the uh, touch unlock from my phone um, because it's older and whatever, for whatever reason. Um, touch uh, Mac ID is an app you buy and on your phone and you put it on your Mac. Um, now you do have to type your password in so it, it keeps it. So that is kind of a security thing. I know people who are super um, concerned about security might not want to do that. I was even hesitant at first until I decided to give it a go. Um, but it connects to your phone, iPad or, or uh, Apple Watch through Bluetooth. And um, it is awesome. You can set proximity so that when you walk away, it auto-locks. And as you walk back, it, it just unlocks automatically so you don't even have to um, uh, like do anything. Or if you want, you can set that it auto-locks and unlocks, but it will prompt you. So it'll give you um, like a, a notification with an unlock button. So it all depends. Um, now, there are a few caveats. Um, it does um, tend to lose the Bluetooth sometimes. Um, there is an option where you can reset the Bluetooth. Your Mac will re reboot, and then it's fine. Um, but I find that if you, for instance, let's say you shut your computer down for the day or you put it to sleep or whatever, if you kill the app on your phone and then the next time you boot up, you reopen the app, it seems to work a lot better. That may be to do with iOS because the app is running in the background. 
Um, so to leave it continually running, it doesn't have hooks into all of Apple's APIs and whatever. So maybe after a while, iOS says, what is this? And just kicks it out um, or, you know, disables whatever it needs and it can't, you know, connect back to the Mac. I don't Not know. Not exactly selling this. Um, well, I'm just saying, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to say it's great and people run into these problems and say, oh, the, what the hell is this? I'm just saying, like, those are the caveats that I found. Really, it's just one caveat, um, and it happens, like, intermittently. Um, but honestly, I've been using it for, like, months now since I last um, plugged it, and I can honestly say that, you know, not having to type my password in every time I walk away and come back to my machine is heavenly <laughs> like just walking into my office and my machine like my watch buzzes and my machine unlocks i'm just like holy crap this must be what it's like to have all new gear <laughs> so yeah if you have an older mac um or for whatever reason check it out and it's not that expensive Okay, so that is it for us this week. We'll be back next time with uh, a movie review of some sort. We don't quite know what we're doing uh, no, we next, but we'll figure <laughs> it out. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, you can do so. Email at thefreecast.com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. The, the, the podcast is at thefreecast. Uh, I'm at MTWB on Twitter. I'm also at MTWB on Mastodon, which is a, like an open source Twitter network. Um, I don't actually use it, but I'm there. Um, Ricky's Ricky underscore Williams one on Twitter. Vince is W H Y, and cue yep. the baby. Yep. We, <laughs> we will be back. Baby, uh, next time. I'm out. <laughs> okay. I'm out. See you then. See ya. Uh,